Are you dealing with the trials of a difficult marriage or going through a separation or divorce? Welcome to the club, friend. Life is messy and it can be hard. I'm Jen Zingmark, a Christian life coach, and I have good news for you. There is a path to find hope, healing, and happiness, no matter what your circumstances are, and I can help you find joy in your journey. So let's go. Hey, y'all. Welcome back for more Gen Juice and happy summer. It is hot here in South Carolina, but so wonderful. We're having awesome afternoon thunderstorms and the lightning bugs are out at night. And last night I went out on Lake Murray with one of my girlfriends and watched the Purple Martins, these beautiful little birds that emigrate to this small island on Lake Murray in South Carolina from South America. And there were over a million of them swarming around and roosting. And we watched the sunset on the lake, watching the birds roost. And it was just lovely. So wherever you are, I hope you're having an awesome summer and staying cool. Today, I'm talking about relationships. So much of our lives and the amount of happiness that we enjoy, the quality of our life depends on our relationships. We all want to enjoy a better quality of life. And the way to get that is to improve our relationships. And this applies to everyone, no matter what is happening in your life, not just those of you who are going through a separation or divorce right now. This is a topic that applies to everyone, no matter what is going on in your life. It's through our relationships that we learn and grow and practice our religious beliefs and the personal ways that we learn to refine our character. Relationships are the playground for our thoughts, where we practice our belief systems. For most of us, it's where we experience our greatest joys and also the greatest amount of pain and suffering that we have in our lives comes as a result of our relationships. So it's really important that we um, value them and learn how to improve our relationships. So that's what I'm going to talk to you about today. And there's a scripture in John chapter 10, verse 10, that is the savior speaking. And he says, I am come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Everything that our savior, Jesus Christ did and said was for the benefit of all mankind his atonement, his example, his teachings, everything was to help us not only have life, but to have a more abundant life on earth, to help us attain the most abundant life of all, eternal life. So what does abundant mean and how can we have it in our relationships? Abundant means ample, plentiful, full, bountiful, overflowing, generous, and rich. So this is what our Heavenly Father wants us to have in our relationships, plentiful, overflowing, rich, generous relationships. I want to share a concept that many of you are not familiar with. You may not have ever heard this before. Our relationships are simply our thoughts about another person. Your relationship with someone is just your thoughts about that person. And I have news for you. All of your relationships can improve if you choose to change the way you think about them. 
as we learn to be more Christ-like in our interactions with others and with ourselves and our Heavenly Father, when we act more Christ-like, we ultimately become more like our Savior, Jesus Christ. And this is the way to enjoy a more abundant life and to have more fulfilling relationships. I want to talk to you about three important relationships that we all have and how we can enjoy a more abundant life by improving the quality of our relationships. First relationship I want to talk about is our relationship with our Heavenly Father. The second relationship that we all have is the relationship with ourselves. And third is our relationship with others. Okay, so first let's talk about Heavenly Father. Have you ever received a spiritual prompting or even a warning when you weren't asking for it or praying for it? Well, I have many times in my life, but one story that stands out is when my children were young. Let's see, my kids were probably six and four and my baby was almost two. He wasn't quite two, maybe 18 months or so. And I was at home unloading the car, putting the groceries away going from the car into the house, into the kitchen. And this was back in the olden days when the phone was attached to the wall (laughs) with a long cord in the kitchen. And I went inside to put the groceries inside and the phone rang and I grabbed the phone and started chatting. And I remember distinctly hearing a voice in my mind say, find Bryce. I knew it was like a shout, but it was a voice in my head. I knew that it wasn't mine. I dropped the phone. And I ran down the back steps, looked outside, and I could look ahead of me down. We had a long driveway. I could look ahead of me to see my little toddler just stepping off the edge of the driveway into the street. And then right around the corner, I could see my neighbor about to turn the corner and turn down our street. They couldn't see my little guy. He was really tiny and low to the ground, but they could see me running towards the street, waving my hands and yelling. And they stopped and I was able to run and catch my little guy and save him from getting hit by my neighbor's car. I know for certain that voice came from the Holy Ghost, from our Heavenly Father. And it was a warning that I couldn't deny. I wasn't looking for it, but it came to me and it was to save, you know, my baby's life. I've had other spiritual promptings that I wasn't looking for and I wasn't asking for at the time but it was similar. They weren't a shout, but they were a whisper. It was a voice in my head and I knew that it wasn't mine. And it was a thought that I knew didn't come for me. It was a thought I had never had before. And that's another way that we can receive impressions and promptings from our heavenly father. What I learned from this is that heavenly father is always trying to speak to us. He's always giving us thoughts and impressions and guidance. We just have to tune in and pay attention and listen, and we will hear him more. I'm so grateful for that. I have learned that it's up to us to make it a priority to hear him and find the ways that he speaks to us and listen for those promptings that as they come in our lives. A few ways that I have learned to do that is by evaluating and practicing loving thoughts. So remember, I told you that your relationship with someone is really just your thoughts about that person. So what do you think about Heavenly Father? Do you believe that he loves you and is there for you and is always trying to communicate with you? Do you trust him? 
you know, most likely your relationship with your heavenly father is a reflection or a connection to your relationship with your earthly father. And if it was less than ideal, then you could probably improve your relationship with heavenly father by choosing to trust him more, choosing to believe him more and rely on him more. You can do that by practicing loving, trusting thoughts about Heavenly Father. Something else that works for me is practice forgiving others and myself every day. Accepting the gift of the atonement and applying it in my life has really helped me connect more with Heavenly Father. Another way that I do this is by reading and following the words of our living prophet and the scriptures. Um, You know, President Nelson has given a promise just recently. Um, He said, my dear brothers and sisters, I promise you that as you prayerfully study the Book of Mormon every day, you will make better decisions every day. I promise that as you ponder what you study, the windows of heaven will open and you will receive answers to your own questions and direction for your own life. I promise that as you daily immerse yourself in the Book of Mormon, you will be immunized against the evils of our day. I love that promise and I feel that power in my life and I'm so grateful for it. So let's talk about your relationship with yourself. As I mentioned earlier, our relationships are simply our thoughts about someone. Your relationship with anyone is dependent upon your thoughts about that person. So what are your thoughts about yourself? We all have a relationship with ourselves, whether we notice it or not. Many people don't pay attention to the relationship they have with themselves. Sometimes that can be a really toxic, cruel, harmful relationship. If you talk to yourself in negative ways and are cruel to yourself, then it's not good. Are you kind or are you cruel? Are you very critical or are you compassionate? It matters. We are all Heavenly Father's divine creations. And in the kingdom of God, we are more precious than rubies. The proclamation on the family says that all human beings, male and female, are created in the image of God. Each is a beloved spirit son or daughter of heavenly parents. And we each have a divine nature and destiny within us. So we all come with unique talents, skills, and abilities, as well as challenges and trials to overcome. And obviously, we all come in different sizes and shapes and colors, but that is also by divine design. We don't need to use our differences or perceived inequalities as a reason to put ourselves down. And I know the world is a harsh place in regard to that with social media and television and fashion, you know, The pitch of the world is if your looks are good enough, your life will be glamorous and you will be happy and popular. But this is not true. Many of the most beautiful, famous, wealthy people in the world are also the most miserable. So we can't buy into Satan's lies. I like to say, and I teach my clients, that we are all like $1 million bills, if there is such a thing. I don't think there is. Um, To our Heavenly Father, We all have equal worth and value, no matter what we look like or what circumstances we're in or what has happened to us or what we do or what we say. Our worth and our value are eternal and unchangeable. For some of us, having love and appreciation and respect for ourselves doesn't come naturally. It will take work. 
Tony Robbins says, where focus goes, energy flows. Or in other words, as you focus on loving and accepting yourself, having kind thoughts about yourself, you will feel more love for yourself. Did you know that self-confidence, self-trust, and self-connection affect every aspect of your life? I know when you strengthen your relationship with you, that everything in your life will get better. The best investment you will ever make is in yourself. Invest in yourself because there's only one you and you only have one life to live. This is the work that I do in coaching. This is what I help my clients do is love themselves, have godly confidence is what I teach my clients to have a respect for yourself that comes from knowing who you are, understanding your divine worth, but also having a confidence in yourself, appreciating your strong character, having integrity in yourself. Remember, your happiness is dependent on your thinking. So you need to take responsibility for owning your own happiness. And that means that you own the responsibility of taking care of your own needs. Now, it may sound impossible, but I assure you, it is not. I'm talking about taking care of yourself in a way that no one else can. I'm talking about taking responsibility and ownership for your well-being and your life and meeting your own needs. Emotional health is wealth. It is abundance. And not only do you deserve to take care of yourself, it's your responsibility. You owe it to yourself and to the people around you. And this is really great news because you're the best person for the job. And it's really so empowering when you learn to take responsibility for your own emotional well-being and happiness, it will change your life. So let's talk about your relationship with other people. Why are relationships so important? We know that our relationships don't end when we die. We continue on and our relationships do too. Healthy relationships are actually vital to having a healthy life here on earth. There's so much evidence that suggests that strong relationships contribute to long, healthy lives. And conversely, there are a lot of health risks from being alone or isolated. Honestly, they're comparable to the risk associated with cigarette smoking, high blood pressure, and obesity. The research shows that healthy relationships will help you live longer, deal better with stress, be healthier, and experience a higher quality of life. There's actually a study by the National Bureau of Economic Research that found that doubling your friend group has the same effect on your well-being as a 50% increase in your income. On the other hand, low social support is linked to a lot of health consequences like depression, low immune function, higher blood pressure, and a shorter lifespan. Their decades of research supports the idea that a lack of relationships can cause emotional problems, physical problems, poor spiritual health. The research is clear that a lack of social connections or relationships with others is detrimental to your life. So now that you understand how important having relationships are, let's talk about three types of relationships with other people that are important in your life. First relationship that I really want you to think about is people that are behind you. 
I want to talk about people who have your back, no matter what is going on, people who will love you and cheer and support you, no matter what's happening in your life. Sometimes these can be your family and close friends, but they may not always be. That's okay. It could be neighbors or coworkers who become your family. If your family and close friends are the people that are behind you, loving you, cheering you, supporting you, no matter what, then you're blessed. But if it is not your family, it doesn't mean it's the end of the world. You can find those people that you connect with, who have your back and you have theirs, and they can be your support system. And you can be that person for them, okay? That when they call you to gripe or complain, you just jump on board and you have their back too. Your ride or die crew. And it's important that you have these people and that you be these people. The second type of relationship I want you to think about are people beside you, your peers. It's important to have relationships with other people in similar situations to you, people that work with you or who have common interests, hobbies, or you guys work out together. It's important to have a lot of social networks. And if you're a young single adult in the church, then Get together with other young single adults in the church. You know, there's a phrase that says, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Well, it's true. Choose your friends carefully and intentionally. It's important to have a network of people who are going through and experiencing what you are at the same time that you are. You guys can help each other in so many ways. Okay, the third type of relationship that I want you to think about improving are people ahead of you. This is an important relationship because it gives you a role model and mentors. Look ahead. Look to people who have gone beyond the situation that you're in. If you're divorced and you have young children, then look ahead to couples who are remarried and they have blended families and talk to them. It's messy and hard. And what's your advice? Not everyone's journey will be the same, but if you can get the support of people who are far beyond where you are now in your career or in your family or in any area of your life. Look ahead to where you want to be in five years or 10 years and find those people ahead of you who you want to follow and call them up, get their advice, talk to them. These are important relationships for you to have in your life. So I want you to evaluate these relationships I know that our Heavenly Father wants us all to have abundant, overflowing, rich, generous lives. And it is through our relationships that we learn and grow and practice our religious beliefs in ways that refine our character and also bring us so much joy and happiness as well as pain. But this is where we experience abundance in our lives. And you can improve all of your relationships if you choose to change the way you think about them. So as you focus on improving your relationship with your heavenly father, with yourself and with others, you will enjoy a more fulfilling, rewarding life. You will also become more like our savior, Jesus Christ. And when we act more like him, we ultimately become more like him. We are changed in our character. This is truly the way to enjoy a more abundant life. 
And this is what I wish for all of you, my friends. I love you so much. I'm sending you so much love this week. Take care. Bye, friends. If you're ready to dive deeper into this work and learn the tools and the skills you need to change the trajectory of your life forever, go to LDSDivorce.com and sign up for a free consultation with me. This is just the tip of the iceberg, my friends. There is so much more. I would love to work with you and be your life coach.